Hi, welcome back to I'll Tell You What, a spoopy podcast. I'm Ashlyn. And I'm Miranda. Okay, now you can say the thing about the perms. We both got perms. I know, it's great. Miranda's hair is all wavy and curly. It's like curly wavy. My dream hair. I think I was always meant to look like this. And I can finally cosplay River Song, and I'm very excited. Soon enough, we'll chop all of her hair off. Yeah. I shortened mine quite a bit because the ends were just not having it. My Mm. hair is very, very, very stick straight naturally. And so I think when I permed it, it was like, what? Excuse you? Who do you think you are? (laughs) How dare. How dare you? And so the (laughs) ends were not participating. So I was like, just just cut them off. All right. Well, are, are you ready for this? It is already 10 o'clock at night, so. Let's get started. Uh, so, Miranda, I'll tell you what. What? I'll tell you about how the New World Order paid for a monument depicting the depicting 10 guidelines that promoted their cause to be erected in Elberton, Georgia. I thought you were about to talk about the Ten Commandments for a second. Nope, it's Yikes. The, we're talking about the Georgia Guidestones. Do you know what? Any, yeah. Uh, actually, this is one that Michael suggested as well. Okay. So, um, so guidestones. Let's, yes, let's guidestones. break that down. Guidestones, they're like stepping stones in a Absolutely garden. Absolutely not. Absolutely it's like not. a walkway. <laughs> they're to guide you through the beautiful garden. Look, okay, right? before this, I was like, I, I went into this, you know, bright-eyed and full of wonder. And just excited to, to do something <laughs> that very mysterious and now i'm broken so Ashton, you let's get into it broken, let's be honest <laughs> so a little bit more chipped wow okay so the georgia guidestones uh in june of 1979 the elberton granite finishing company was commissioned by robert c christian to create this monument and it was finished in 1980 was robert c christian a christian we're going to get into that okay. later. <laughs> later. That would be really ironic. So the land it was built on uh, was bought in October of that year from one Wayne Millinex. Oh. Wayne was a farmer, of and his course. family was given lifetime rights for their animals to graze on the land. And uh, reportedly, Christian demanded that the land be left un- in undeveloped natural conditions aside from this. Okay. As- aside from the monument. That so kind of like a nature preserve or nature sanctuary. Kind of, but except with a giant monument in well, the center yeah yeah but i'm like yeah like a nature sanctuary with like a, a monument yeah it. well a good a good thing to note is that elberton georgia is known for its granite quarries and i keep Ooh. wanting to say granite granite and because it, why because it's got ite ashlyn and you like, were raised by our father i know it's never been granite and yet i've never heard anyone pronounce it granite and I i've heard plenty of people say a but lot of every words time very i strangely. read it Every time I read it, I want to say granite. I need and it's you wrong, to get it's out. Wrong. <laughs> I just want this to end. <laughs> oh, I you're already can't. done now. Done. We haven't even gotten into the fun part. I'm fed up with Ugh. you. Okay. So, now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, it's known for its granite quarries, uh, which made it a good place to build a large granite monument like this. Oh, I thought you were gonna, it made it a good place to get granite countertops. Oh, yes. We're just... <laughs> the granite countertop business is booming in Georgia. <laughs> and that's all uh, this and episode is. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> this has been a commercial for no. Georgia granite countertops. I wish. <laughs> I really do. Okay. So, the monument consists of four large vertical tablet stones made of polished granite that radiate out from a center pillar with a square horizontal capstone laying on top over the center column connecting each of these stones. So basically, there's one column in the center. Mm -hmm. There's these 
four different things kind mm-hmm. of branching out, but they're not connected mm-hmm. uh, to the corners. I'm not imagining any of this. And then there's a capstone like on top. Sure. It's like a square. Mm-hmm. Each tablet stone is over 16 feet tall. Jesus golly. The structure itself is about 19 feet all in all. That's going to be heavy. <laughs> How did they build it? It's like Stonehenge. <laughs> How did that happen? It's it's very much modeled after Stonehenge. At least that's what belie- that's what's believed. Oh God. Uh, each of the four tablets has writing on both sides. Like the Ten Commandments. And each side says the same ten guidelines, but in a different language. Oh, like uh, the Rosetta Stone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just... I don't know. No, you're fine. I definitely... Uh, you. It's right to draw connections from Stonehenge and Rosetta Stone. Uh, for Not a reason. The Ten Commandments. Uh, even the Ten Commandments, it uh, it has been referred to as the Ten Commandments of the Illuminati. But oh, yeah, we're not Ooh, we're not we'll going to bury that. the lead here. I'm very good at that. Apparently, I'm good at guessing these things. I know, and I'm like, I am leading us there. Enjoy the ride. This Thank this you. is a little off topic, not a lot off topic. But we're don't I look know. a little bit like David Dobrik with this black outfit and this black hat? I have hat? no idea. I don't watch his oh. videos. Mm-hmm. You watch his videos. And you can cut that out because <laughs> now I'm sad. No, I'm sorry. Maybe. Probably. Ugh. Useless. I'm going to say probably. I'm, tr- I'm sorry, Miranda. I'm tearing it up. Stop trying to hijack my, my I was just episode. saying. Come on. I was just thinking about <laughs> it. Okay. Okay. So the four outer stone tablets are placed to mark the limits of the 18.6 year lunar declination cycle. The what? Oh, I'm going to break this down. Let me tell you, I uh, I did a crash course in astronomy today. Was not planning on that. Astronomy, not astronomy. Okay. Oh, God, I can't even see. <laughs> Never I mind. Astronomy is what I said. Yeah, there you go. Some of you were like, astronomy. Yeah, because I'm tired and I can't think of words. The lunar declination refers to the angle of the moon in relation to the equator. So the latitude. Like basically. declining. Uh, and how it either increases or decreases as the moon orbits the Earth. Because, you know, the Earth and the moon have different orbital patterns. Yes. And so... We, yeah, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> well... We got it. So so they have different orbital patterns, and the degree the moon is from the equator changes a little bit every month. So every 18.6 years, there is a major lunar standstill. A major lunar standstill is when the angle of the moon in relation to the equator is its greatest at about a positive or negative 28.725 degrees. I was having a major Hercules moment. In 18 years precisely, the planets will align. Oh, Oh, so. (laughs) Moon's not a planet. Nicely. Kind (laughs) of. Similarly, uh, every 9.3 years, so half of 18.6 for yeah. you non-mathematically inclined yeah, people. I was about to do that math. So. <laughs> uh, there is a minor lunar standstill. Ah. And a minor lunar standstill is when the angle of the moon in relation to the equator is its lowest at about positive or negative 18.134 degrees. It, is this the plot of Recess Schools Out? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, I don't know. Uh but basically, these tablets are placed in such a way that they point to these lunar standstills. Weird. Yeah, it, it's very astronomically precise. Very culty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a little bit. Um, so, yeah, the tablets are placed in such a way that they point to these lunar standstills. And I, if I got any of this astronomy wrong, please let me know. Because I only have the crash course I gave myself this afternoon. <laughs> Wow. I don't know. I had to lo- look up what lunar declination was. I had to l- 
look up what a standstill was and realized I know absolutely nothing about astronomy. But I love space. It's pretty. I know a little bit about astrology. <laughs> no. I'm a Virgo. She's a Pisces. Deal with it. Oh, my god. Do gosh. with that information what you will. I'm going to burn it down. She's a Pisces. Then a double Scorpio. So let me, we'll just talk about that. I don't know what any of this means. If you know, you know. And that's scary. <laughs> okay, continue. No, that explains a lot about my personality. It's really? scary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So the center column has a slot where the North star can be seen at all times. It's all, and there's also a slot lined up with the sun's solstices and equinoxes. This is some like midsummer stuff. Yeah, it really is. And there is a seven eighths of an inch aperture in the capstone. You Do know, the, I care the about the seven eighths of an inch, Ashlyn? Yeah, you should. My God. I'm uh, sorry. She's getting real too stone detailed over here. Well, it captures the sun's rays at noon and shines on the column, and it actually indicates the day of the year. So they built a giant calendar. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I said it's kind of like a sundial, but it's a calendar. I hate everything. And that part I thought was cool. Okay, like no, it's kind of astronomy. Cool. The, the astronomy stuff is really a nice. Giant calendar. Uh, wow. No, <laughs> so let's get back to those four big stone tablets, though, shall we? Yes. The languages are distributed as such. Uh, clockwise from English. So it goes English, and on the other side of that is Spanish. Mm-hmm. The next tablet is Swahili and Hindi. Nice. To Hebrew and Arabic. Nice. To Chinese and Russian. Wow, they really covered like a good like a good mix. Like a good eight languages there. Yeah. And The only ones uh, they didn't really cover were like German and French. Well, like big ones. And so originally there was planned to be like 12 more tablets. Oh, God. Yeah, and it was supposed to have something to do with uh, the moon and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> not today. Moon's uh, not in position. <laughs> Can't do it. Not today. Not today. <laughs> the moon. So, true to the name, these tablets are inscribed with the Ten Guidelines. Mm, kind of like the and, Ten Commandments. And we'll get into those last as far as how, uh, as far as the look of the... Thanks, Ash. Guidelines go. My hopes of the guidelines description. Sorry, because uh, I'd like to finish the description, but the guidelines kind of fit in with the conspiracy of it all. I'm freezing. So each side of the top capstone, that mm-hmm. little square that I was talking about, has an inscription in a different ancient language. Yes. Uh, one of them is Babylonian cuneiform, nice. classical Greek, Sanskrit, and Egyptian hieroglyphics. Wow, they really got all those ones out of like the Bible too yeah Jeez. and nice. these these inscriptions all translate to let these be guide stones to an age of reason that sounds like it's from welcome to night vale this whole thing sounds like like an entire like three it three episode off, arc and welcome to night vale so fun and it goes so wrong it literally sounds like one of those three episode arcs and especially with the part where it goes so wrong Oh, no. Part of the art. No, <laughs> well, yeah. It's part of its story But it's, it's more like Strex Corp going wrong, okay? Eee. Like, that's... If, if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. And now that you know. So, there's an explanatory tablet placed near the structure. It gives information about the structure, including the dimensions and physical data. Like, wow. like the, qu- the quarries where the grant, from which the granite was taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's... The date the center cluster was completed, March 22nd, 1980, which, 
like I said, uh, they were planning more tablets eventually, but never got around to it. God, I hate tablets. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not what I meant. Uh, it also talks about the author and sponsors, the author being R.C. Christian. Mm. The sponsors are listed as a small group of Americans who seek the age of wisdom. Okay, so this is a welcome to Nightville <laughs> Or seek the age of reason, I think, was what it was. I don't know why I wrote wisdom. Still sounds, wisdom. Like, still sounds like some secret society I know. cult. It does. Like, welcome to Nightville, weird thing. I like... I love Welcome to Night Vale, but this sounds like something straight out of it. <laughs> well, it, al- it also talks about the aforementioned astronomical features. Astronomical. And then there's also a depiction of the actual center cluster labeling cluster. which tablets hold which languages. Oh my God, the cluster. Stop. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so the statement, let these be guidestones to an age of reason is also on this uh, explanatory tablet, mm. as well as the same translations in, into ancient texts. So like the Babylonian cuneiform, all that. It's kind of creepy. I'm sorry, if I was wandering through like a nature preserve or something. Okay, it's not a nature preserve. It's like it's like a flat plain, okay? That's even weirder than finding it in the middle of yeah. the woods. I'm going to be honest. You, you find a field, and in the middle of this field is this giant calendar well, with all this creepy thing, ominous things <laughs> written across it. Well, and the translations uh, aren't aren't like written underneath it. No, they're written around, uh, like around the border of the English version of the statement. That's even worse. <laughs> God. Uh, it also Get says, some help. It also says that there is a time capsule buried six feet beneath it, but the dates of placement and when it should be opened are blank. And this is because apparently. The capsule never got buried, according to one Wyatt Martin, who handled all the funds for the project. He was a president of a bank, uh-huh. and he handled all That's the funds so for the project. That's so sad that their time castle never got buried. Well, and he's actually the one who also explained that the monument is unfinished. Uh, mm. Apparently, R.C. Christian, like I said, had hoped that others would build 12 more tablets around the center cluster based on the lunar calendar with various other languages inscribed on them. Uh, there was a Guidestones Foundation that was set up to fundraise for this, but it was shut down after the couple who ran it died. Oh. And I was like, oh, let's start up our own. And then I delve, and then I dug further into this, and uh, no, let's not do that. Mm. Let's build our own Guidestones. Okay. Let's not build Guidestones. Maybe Suggestion Stones. No, let's, let's, just, build, <laughs> let's just build astronomy things. Loose Suggestion cool. Stones. Let's just build cool astronomy stuff. Playful okay? nudge stones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Playful nudge stones. Uh, I'm sure that that will take off. <laughs> no, imagine. The guidestone seems a little too forceful. Right. <laughs> just, okay. So you want to hear about the guidelines now, right? Oh, no, please. Okay. So the first guideline is to maintain humanity under 500 million in, per- in perpetual balance with nature. You know, there's 7 billion people on the planet, right? <laughs> so, like, cap. Ugh. Population control is scary. Aren't they worried that we aren't having enough babies nowadays uh, to continue the know, population honestly. as is? And I'm like, we don't need to continue the population as is. But anyway. Anywho. The second guideline is to guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Oh, my God. It's Gattaca. It's worse. Three is to unite humanity with a living new language. So like you were saying, the Babylon thing. Universal language. 
yeah, no, that that's what they were trying to get back to. That's why. Ooh, creepy. Yeah. Uh, four, rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Is this like a cult about eugenics? Five <laughs> is to protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Six is to let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Don't we already have, like, the United Nations? The United yeah. Nations. <laughs> Seven is to avoid petty laws and useless officials. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one? I don't know. Abolish the police or something. Ooh. Uh, eight is to balance personal rights with social duties. I do that every day of my life. Nine is to prize truth, <laughs> beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. What? If I told someone I was seeking harmony with the infinite, they would lock me up. <laughs> right. Or I'd be seen as a, one of those crystal guys. <laughs> you can cut that out. Oh, I don't need to. Oh, God. And number 10 is be not a cancer to the on the earth. Leave room for nature. <laughs> Leave room for nature. <laughs> says that twice i'm sorry <laughs> be not a cancer on the earth just we brought up astrology earlier and now i'm just imagining they're like you can't be a cancer mm-hmm. no one's allowed to be a cancer dad would be abolished so so does this does this sound like christianity to you so no. far okay not that not in the sense that i know it so but like some culty version maybe well so the thing is is that rc christian uh and the people who funded this yeah. were reportedly Christian and very Christian. It was a cult. Weird strain of Christian if they were. But uh, mm-hmm. later things uh, seem to point away from that. Oh. So. What could all of this mean? It's a cult. That's what it could mean. <laughs> well, okay. So almost everyone agrees that these are guidelines for post- post-apocalyptic survivors. Like, if you were restarting humanity, Good this is Lord. what you could go by. It's never stated outright that that's what these are, but almost everyone agrees. I'm sorry, why do people think this far ahead? I'm scared. Do they well, want... This is how you get an apocalypse. I'm sorry, you plan for it, and then it happens. Well, and so the thing is, is yes, it was based off of uh, Stonehenge, uh-huh. largely, and the Rosetta Stone. Okay. So, so I was... Oh, my God, I was like... Yes, you were exactly guessing? there. Uh and that means, you know, they kind of got their point across. So this but is, it's supposed to mm-hmm. kind of be like an ancient structure, but like for the future. Uh, so which they're trying to make sense. something like. I not, like not, that idea. I do. I, I do like the idea of being like in the fu- future, like them finding it kind of like the ancient ruins that we find yes. nowadays kind of thing. No, and exactly. Going, wow. I, look at this. But I am also, so pro that. And I'm, and, but also they could have done it not as creepy. This is giving me strong Gattaca vibes mixed with The Giver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That kind of post-apocalyptic, mm-hmm. like, dystopian yeah. grossness. And we're not even to the fun part. Oh, no. Well, so some feel these guidelines are benign and even helpful. Like, we should follow them. Uh, in my opinion, those people are wrong, but I'll get to that later. Yeah. Why couldn't they just be, like, play nice? Too. Be good to people. Be good to people. Well, a lot of people think that overpopulation is such a problem. And, like, I kind of get it. It kind of makes sense. But at the same time, shut up. But at the <laughs> same time, people are worried that we aren't, like, like I mentioned, we aren't producing enough offspring mm-hmm. to to 
re- to genetically diversify yeah. properly and everything. Yeah, no, I get that. And, and I'm like, but but you told us to stop having baby. No, yeah, <laughs> but but why? So many people feel that these guide stones are sat- satanic in nature. Ooh, they're speculated to be the Ten Commandments of the Illuminati. <laughs> Which, I don't know if I'd go that far. But I think the Illuminati is a little bit more liberal than that. The Georgia you know, Guide... Is part of that. Or, and the Georgia Guidestones have been defaced and vandalized multiple times because people think that they're satanic and things like that. The thing is, Satanism isn't what we think it is. Spoilers. Oh, I'm sorry. She's <laughs> I've done... I don't know why I've done so much research on Satanism. I'm a Christian. I know. Uh, well, hang on. We'll, we'll, we'll bring Satanism into this again. It's just misunderstood though. Not necessarily, uh, when it comes to this, I'm not saying this. No, no, I'm saying in relation to this, it's anyway, uh, we'll get to that. So some refer to it as humanity's tombstone. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It, it it actually kind of makes sense. Even if it's not, I could see it in like a, what is that? What's that poke? Not not Fallout. What's the other one that's darker than Fallout, where people have turned into like zombies or something? Bi- not Bioshock. Um, that's Fallout. No, the other one. One of the many. Oh, mm. is it? Uh, is it The Last of Us? Yeah. Okay. Kind of like in The Last. Of, like I could see it in like The Last of Us. It being like a monument people find. Mm-hmm. Something. No, ex- exactly. Kinda like creepy. that's kind of what it's meant to be. Dark and creepy. Yeah. Some claim it is promoted by the New World Order. You know, I was gonna bring that up, but I thought we'd leave it out for once. Well, an RC Christian is for a quote-unquote New World Order, even if he doesn't explicitly state it in his book Common Sense Renewed. Every time you say RC Christian, I think it's a, like some kind of DJ. Right. Well, <laughs> some Christian DJ. Yeah. Uh, RC Christian in the house. <laughs> however, it is believed that the group that sponsored the building was actually just RC and maybe his family. Ew. Yeah. So, like, he keeps talking about this group throughout it. And then I think he's later just trying to make up something. And then, like, later he kind of admits that it might not have been that. What a creep. So, why the conspiracies around it? Because it's a really creepy, creepy thing tablet to do. in the middle oh, of the freaking wild. It gets worse. So, what? did you know that R.C. Christian doesn't actually exist? Did you just make up something? No, like I did I not. Did la- <laughs> like I did for this. No, he used an alias. Mm. He was very open about that when commissioning the monument, that he was using an alias. He never told anyone who he was or what he represented except Wyatt Martin the banker I told you earlier, who refused to work with him unless he revealed his true name. Mm. Good good on Wyatt. Yeah, but Wyatt was also uh, sworn to secrecy and, like, never told anyone else. Yeah, but, like, good for Wyatt. R.C. Christian also seemed to have an endless supply of money, and it is said that he chose the name Christian as a reflection of his beliefs, as well as the beliefs of the organization that funded the project. Honestly, I'm kind of into the origin story, just, like, in a fun... Like, yeah, I'm a mystery man kind of way. But I know it's it's all fun and games. If until it was someone fake, writes a terrible like, book. honestly, if it was like if this was a book, I'd be like, oh, fun. Yeah, but no, like, that's what I thought life. earlier. But like, it's real life. So I'm like, mm. honestly, going into this, I was like, yeah, this is a fun one. You know, oh, we don't really know who who <laughs> commissioned it or why. And it's such a mystery. That's great. And I wish it had stayed a mystery. <laughs> I really do. You're ruining our own. So, fantasies over uh, here. now we get into Joe Fendley. 
Joe Fendley was the president of Elberton Granite. Oh my God. Granite. I was going to say granite. <laughs> I told you every time I read it. My brain says English makes I-T-E say I-T. I swear to God. Okay, so now we get into Joe Fendley. Uh, he was the president of the Elberton Granite Finishing Company. Me too. He was a Freemason. Me too. As were most of the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> as were most of the people who worked on the monument me too <laughs> and he didn't take christian seriously at first <laughs> me either i'm gonna be honest i wouldn't either uh because the monument sounded like too big of a task it was it was ridiculous there had been nothing built like this in that area mm, yeah and so he quoted a higher price to kind of ward christian off but christian wasn't phased by it and then Fenley also explained that consultants would have to be brought in for the translations and to see if they could even quarry that much granite. They And also to try and get the astronomical stuff done. Yeah. Make sure it's like very meticulously placed. Right. And uh, still, Christian was adamant, stating he represented a quote-unquote small group of loyal Americans who believed in God. Why was that slightly Irish? small group of it wasn't I, I was just being facetious in god i was just being facetious weird accent you just used. uh and then they wanted to and then and that they wanted to leave a message for future generations i have a message for future generations don't listen to this quack pot no, <laughs> quack pot not not quack or crack pot it's a quack pot i say quack pot i love it i love it so christian then requested to be put in contact with a local bank to handle the funds because it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So Wyatt Martin comes in. He's the president of Granite City Bank and reportedly the only person to know R.C. Christian's real name. Granite City is a great restaurant. Yes, but this is a bank. <laughs> so we're not. No. I know. It's just like, where have I heard Granite City before? And then I remembered. Well, and even more mysteriously, it's thought that he and Fendley were the only two to ever meet Christian. Ooh. There was also a lot of weirdness about the plans. When describing the monument, Joe Fendley had to convert the measurements given by the man known as R.C. Christian into feet because Christian reportedly used metric measurements, which was really unusual at the time, especially because yeah. this is like the Bible Belt of Georgia kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so probably not like raised in England or something. Right. Uh, legally, the contract with Elberton Granite Finishing Company states that the plans for the Guidestones had to be destroyed after the project was finished don't know why psychotic <laughs> and then we get into paranoid and then we get into the part where uh, this gets less fun fun so christian's common sense renewed yeah uh it was written after the monument was finished about five years afterwards and he uh he was kind of inspired by common sense by thomas Paine. okay makes sense and it was written to kind of espouse uh, his beliefs. Ugh, I'm sorry. I hate people who are like, I'm going to read this very famous doctrine written by a very famous person, but I'm going to put my own spin on it because clearly I'm so smart and intelligent. And I know. Just shut up. Well, and this dude's all for the age of reason. Oh, shut up. And he's definitely of the mind that, Get over you know, yourself. that, you know, if you're passionate about anything, that's not reasonable. If you have emotions, they're not reasonable. Which <laughs> You're having the vapors. <laughs> Go sit down. Which is the stupidest thing. I'm sorry. I'm if emotional you, If a you lot. think that having low emotions makes you more reasonable, you're an idiot. I mean, honest, people with low emotions scare me. 
they're not I don't smart. trust them. They're, they think they're so smart and they're not. They're like, yeah, I don't cry. And I'm like, you're probably really repressed and I'm scared of what That means you're happen. not actually connecting with any information. Scary. Feel things, please. Well, emo- that's why emotional intelligence is a big right. part of IQ. This is why I don't anyway. like Jake Gyllenhaal. He has dead eyes. <laughs> okay, okay. We're not going into that part. I hate it. Anyway, so. Mom and I had a long discussion today. Getting back to Christian's common sense renewed. Did he look? I'm going to imagine he looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. You do that. <laughs> I mean, for all we know, he could have been Jake Gyllenhaal. Anyway. <gasps> no, he couldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> so. Jake Gyllenhaal rolled, barely. <laughs> I mean, this is just the 1980s was when this was built. Yeah, but Jake Gyllenhaal was like a kid in the 1980s. I know. know. This is when our mom graduated high school. I'm going to cut that out because I don't think she wants anyone to know how old she is. I ought to be in the early, uh, 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 ought to be like a late teen, early 20s in the 80s. That'd be nice. Yeah, I get that. So I live my life. Except, I mean, you're kind of coming out of the whole civil rights movements and things like that. And so things are kind of cooling down. I, I get it. I just meant for like fashion's sake, but okay. <laughs> okay, I should just Sorry. get political about uh, it. <laughs> the Cold War messed me up. All right, guys. <laughs> Anywho, so so wait, this is the. I was imagining this was like the 30s. No, this is the 1980s. Dear God, he commissioned it in 1979. Was he part of the LSD projects? I'm gonna be honest. Was he part of MK Ultra? Because he might have been. <laughs> Maybe. Hmm. Connecting One can kind of help. anyway. Well, this was after the LSD projects, but like we said, those could have lasting effects. So maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe they made him nuts. So the common sense renewed. Uh, It was, it espoused Christian's beliefs. Uh Uh-huh. One of Christian's beliefs is that he was very much in favor of a world government. Global rule by reason. And if we know what that means, it means new world order. Don't like that. Yeah. No thanks. And then he uses phrases like, we believe each human being has a purpose and each child takes its place in the human story to gloss over the fact that he is pro-mass sterilization and Ah. that the government deserves to, quote unquote, have a voice in a couple's reproductive decisions. Oh my God, this is very much so the giver. Did he just read the giver and go, yeah, this is, (laughs) this is it, guys. He believes that it isn't an exclusively personal matter states that he believes that bringing unneeded children into the world is evil but of course the government gets to decide if a child is needed let me guess and they also release the old people right you know my boss describes firing people as releasing them and oh, now no. I, yeah every single time he tells me <laughs> someone's been released i'm like oh my god you Don't killed them like that. <laughs> i know i'm like what <laughs> what my Yikes. eyes every single time what so Basically, the book is very pro-eugenics. And it also details ideas of state-mandated slavery in the event that you lose your job, voter Uh, suppression in the forms of intelligence tests and proof of employment uh, or business ownership, uh, government-issued biometric ID cards, restricting healthcare to those individuals whose continuing lives are the most valuable in relation to the state. I will punch someone. (laughs) How dare you decide who's important? I don't mm-hmm. care about most important people, so... And a direct quote is, Humanity has successfully applied practical genetic principles in developing domesticated plants and animals. It is now within our power to begin the domestication of our own species in a parallel fashion. Oh my god, he's psychotic. Yeah, and the he's thing is... He's a fanatic. Well, and scientists have now uh, figured out that we've actually really screwed up uh, a lot of dogs 
Oh, yeah. Because of selective breeding. Mm-hmm. But he was very, uh, so Christian was very pro-selective That's breeding. That's why cats are so sturdy. Yeah, because no one can control them. No one can control the cats. We don't even know what breed 90% of them are. We're just like, yeah, I think he's a little bit of this mixed mm-hmm. with a little bit of that. But we honestly have no idea. No, but that's that's why there are so many unhealthy dogs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Because you don't necessarily know uh, what what's going on. And so you think that these are desirable traits to have. A purebred? That's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And it leads to actual breakdowns in genetic code. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to lots of the kings and queens of yore. So, again, I must ask you, do these ideas line up with uh, the ideals of Christianity? No. <laughs> Nowhere in the Bible did I ever ever read anything about that. But you know what they do kind of line up with? Satanism. New Ageism. Oh, I was like, not Satanism. So... New Ageism and uh, okay, so we use the term New Agey. I'm guessing not as in not necessarily because like this. Like new uh, it's like kind modern. of developed. Yeah, it's kind of developed into a more modern thing because I'm looking into the like original stuff and looking into the original uh-huh. New Ageism See, is messed okay, up. Okay, maybe that's why when when people first started using the phrase New Age or something like mm-hmm. that, everybody was like, oh no, blah. and now we use it as in like. A, a, a replacement word for modern like yeah. it's a little new agey but we mean like it's a little modern or Not, it's, or it's a little odd but i do us, but, but i do recall a while back it was like very faux pas for something to be new age well and there's a reason for it Ugh. so alice a bailey is considered to be the founder of a new age movement at the new age movement dang she has a good name though yeah but um <laughs> so she was very anti-Semitic and uh, basically a diet Nazi. Uh, I don't like that. She believed in Aryan supremacy. No. And a quote from her is that the Jews are the reincarnation of spiritual failures or residues uh, from another planet. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I nearly threw up when I read Aryan that. Aryan is like the most boring. No offense. I mean, I'm white, so like, <laughs> but it's like the most boring. Where's Aryan. the flavor? <laughs> Where's the flavor? And uh, so... The New Age movement, as led by Bailey, is, in fact, steeped in Satanism. Mm. We'll get into the actual details mm. of that in another episode. Yeah. Uh, no, it's very steeped in, uh, in uh, Weird. Satanism. Because what I've heard about Satanism, it's mainly like... It's it's a development of Satanism that, actually, um, that actually developed from uh, the weirder side of Freemasonry. There's like two sides to it. So one mm-hmm. is like the darker stuff that a lot of people associate with it, mm-hmm. like uh, Satanism, cults, rituals. Uh, I mean Nazis. Oh, yeah. I thought the Freemasons were good guys. But then there's the other side, very the, like and usually the ones that actually worked. Yeah, and usually they're the ones that actually worked with stone and things like that. Yeah, uh, the actual Masons of Freemasonry, uh, that you know, charitable good works. Um, humanity like a rotary club basically or yeah like a rotary club like little boy scouts kind of thing you know they, and they sometimes they meet in a lodge and wear weird cloaks and, and you know what it's fine and fezes you know yeah it's and fine so, yeah and so that that's really where a lot of the uh concern about freemasonry comes because some freemasons especially um it's just a old man's frat you know so Love the reason that. I didn't get into it in this episode is because the history of New Ageism is a lot more extensive than what I have time for right now. Wow. And also it was uh, 
towards the end of all of this that the new ageism started to play uh, a part in in my research. And I was just like, I don't have time to pack all that. <laughs> yeah. In the words of John Mulaney, now we don't have time to unpack all that. <laughs> I quoted John Mulaney earlier when I said, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, but seriously, we do not have time to unpack all this. It is a lot. And, uh, I want to do it justice. People, people be weird, you know, they'd be wild and, but not like the cool way. (laughs) But yeah. So I will say that Bailey and her husband, Foster Bailey, who was a Freemason Mm. owned a company called Lucis, Lucius, Lucis. I don't know. It's L U C I S. Yeah. Trust. It was formerly Lucis or Lucius Publishing, but it was originally Lucifer Publishing. Maybe it's Lucy's. Maybe. Maybe it's Lucy's. Uh, but yeah, Wait, Lucifer what? Publishing was the original name of this. Jeez, guys. And this company is could still you, around today. Could you be a little less subtle, you know? Yeah, it wasn't a mistake. And it's thought to have been changed because channeling Satan wasn't really good for business uh, in 20th century America. This is just bringing up a lot of bad memories for me. I know. I told you. I don't like this. I don't like it at all. My ex-boyfriend wanted to name their uh, his, his son Lucifer. No. And tell so, me why I didn't leave sooner. Well, okay. And so one of my game, uh, one of my favorite games, and um, I'm not going to say the name of it, but if people know this, then uh, I'll be outed as a total weirdo. But it's You're fine. Already outed as a total weirdo. Actually. So the thing is, is that they have a character named not fooling anyone. Uh, named uh, Luciel, mm-hmm. uh, which was Lucifer's angel name. But the reason the character, ga- like the character, kind of chose that name as his Christian name mm-hmm. for a reason because. He wanted to remind himself how easy it was to like fall out. I thought and, like, Lucifer's fall. angel name was something different. No, it's Lucille. Oh. Like Lucille Ball? Like L-U-C-I-E-L. I mean, it's pretty close to Lucille Ball. <laughs> You're telling me Lucille Ball is actually <laughs> no, Satan, Miranda, no. I love the name Lucille. How dare you ruin it for Stop me? This. No, but uh, yeah. And so I, I thought that that's really kind of poetic. And I, I liked the reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, don't just willy-nilly name your characters after Satan, okay? <laughs> like, don't do it. People, all I'm saying is look up the meaning of your child's name before you name it that. Mm-hmm. There's so many people who are named things that I have looked up the meaning to, and, and I like, don't do understand you why that? you would name your child that. Yeah. But, you know. I mean. You do you. Our ancestors be wild and man. My name means fit to be admired. And my name means dream or vision, which so you know explains a lot about both of our personalities, honestly. Very fitting. <laughs> I am the most admirable person. <laughs> and I hate being grounded in reality. I don't think that's what that means, but okay. I like dreaming. No, I think it means that you are a dream and a vision. No. You're a beauty, Ashley. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to be Gross. a beauty. <laughs> oh, God, I licked the mic. <laughs> So that puffer or that that little uh, puffy thing is yours now. You can keep that. Both of these are mine. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mine didn't come with these. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How about every time so, I say no from now on, it has to be the John Mulaney yes, no. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm not even <laughs> no. going to. I'm not even going to keep your no. I'm going to actually dub in John Mulaney's no. <laughs> And, we are, and we're sure to tell people that John Mulaney is not actually taking part <laughs> I don't no, think he wants here. to be associated he's here with, with us. That. No, I'm just I don't think he wants to be associated with us. I don't know. <laughs> he's also so, a whiny little white girl. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Wow. I love him. I'm kidding. I think he'd find that joke funny. He, he might, honestly. So now we come to trying to figure out who is R.C. Christian, really? Yeah, like who the heck is this creep? Besides being a complete nightmare. Yeah. There's a few suspects that I want to go through. Uh, some people thought that he was Joe Fendley himself. Is it R.L. Stein? Who's Joe Fendley? Oh, right, right, right. He's, he's the president of the uh, Elberton Granite Finishing Company. But isn't he the one who was like, I don't know if we got any of this stuff. Yeah, but that's a story that he told. Oh. So he's least. like, he's so, like, oh, I tried to tell him no. I strong-armed him. Yeah, that's, that's what some people he think. He got me. Uh, so, yeah, some people think he did it for a publicity stunt stunt uh because one he was super passionate about the project project but again nothing of this size or magnitude had been done in this area mm-hmm. before uh and he definitely used the publicity from it to run for mayor after the monument was completed <laughs> but i don't know i kind of like joe fendley a little bit so most people who knew him uh knew that he didn't hold the same values as the man known as rc christian and uh wyatt martin who, again, is the only person who knows who R.C. Christian really is, straight up says it wasn't Fendley. Like, he's adamant about that. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, no, no. This guy wore a black fedora, black trench coat, black no. hair, black gloves. No, actually, okay, so the Dark only eyebrows. the only <laughs> uh, known physical characteristic of R.C. Christian is that he had a shock of white hair, according to Martin and... Fendley. I'm sorry. What is a shock like, worth? A shock of white hair? Like if you bleached it for too long. Okay. I know. Like but more I'm say- than pa- platinum blonde. Like actual white. I know, I'm just saying. Like what is a shock Think of white Steve hair? Steve Martin white. I know. <laughs> I meant the hair. <laughs> I know. But what is a shock of what? Is, what quantity? You look is at that? it and you're like, oh gosh. I know. That's white hair. I just like the description. He had a shock of white hair. I'm like, how much is a shock? I know, but like, there's no other way to say it, Miranda, okay? He had like super white hair, okay? Okay? (laughs) Gosh. Not okay. Uh, But some people still think that it was Fendley, uh, partially because he was a Freemason, like most of the men who worked on the Guidestones. Uh, And some people believe that the Guidestones were based on Masonic principles. Mm. But from what we know about the Freemasons, if you listen listen back to our Denver airport episode, it doesn't necessarily track. Uh, though some Freemasons have been involved in some dark things. Like I said, Satanism and Nazis. Oh. However, right. it doesn't Ugh. seem like Fendley was that kind of Freemason. Mm-hmm. Didn't and seem. some people doubt it was him because of his loud mouth. <laughs> This was like some people who knew him uh, before like, he nah, died. He couldn't keep that a secret. They said, There's no way he could have kept a secret uh, that long. See? <laughs> It'd be like if Lily. Right. Oh, yeah. No, Lily, I'm I'm, I'm going to build this uh, cult-like monument. But I'm going to go by a different name. By the way, it's me. Yeah, just, just in case. It's me. It's me, Grandmama. Anastasia. <laughs> anyway. Anastasia. <laughs> I totally misquoted that, and people are going to gonna be bad about it um grandmama it's me <laughs> anastasia i <laughs> love it it's a lot of quotes happening right now <laughs> well it's it's late at night this is this is what we get we are just doing meme for lords. even trying to attempt this ah eh, sorry so another person who was suspected was dr francis merchant i thought you were gonna say dr seuss but okay 
So uh, he was an Elbert. He was an Elberton resident with ties to the United Nations. Ooh. You know the n- whole New World Order thing. <laughs> he followed uh, Bailey's teachings, the n- whole Ugh. New Ageism thing. Yeah. Ugh. He also had a similar writing style to Christians. Mm-hmm. But so presumptuous. I don't know. Full of himself. Uh, probably. However, he apparently moved to Elberton to retire in September of 1980, which was after the Guidestones had been completed. Oh, well. <laughs> so it probably wasn't him. And maybe. I know. Like, there's always, you could send money, but yeah, no, it almost definitely wasn't him. <laughs> maybe he was vacationing and then moved there later. No, I'm just but kidding. one of the most interesting subjects that I wanted to uh, touch on. Oh, yes. Uh in the running for could have been R.C. Christian is Robert Edward Ted Turner III. Who? What a name. So any uh, anyone in the film industry or media industry knows Oops. who Ted Turner is. Oops. See, Turner Classic Movies? He's the creator of CNN. Oh. He, really he's a media. Cl- he created this media conglomerate. I was really hoping it was Turner Classic Movies, but okay. So CNN is centered in Atlanta, Georgia, about a hundred miles away from Elberton. Okay. And he's known to not be a Christian, which seems to put a damper on the theory. <laughs> but common sense renewed does not have a, a Christian in the Bible Belt tone. And with how many times the monuments have been defaced, if R.C. Christian hadn't claimed to be a Christian, it's more than likely that the guidelines would have been, or that the guidestones would have been torn down already. Mm-hmm. You know, because Satanism. Uh, <laughs> so Turner had a worldview close to that of uh, R.C. Christian. In fact, he once stated his version of the Ten Commandments. Now, tell tell me if any of these uh, seem like anything else uh one i promise to have love and respect for the planet earth and living things thereon, especially my fellow species humankind two i promise to treat all persons everywhere with dignity respect and friendliness three i promise to have no more than two children or Ugh. no more than my nation suggests uh. four I promise to use my best efforts to save what is left of our natural world in its untouched state and to restore damaged or destroyed areas where practical. So is he going like full vegan or? (laughs) Five. Granola. I pledge to use as little non-renewable resources as possible. I'm telling you, it's cottagecore or granola. Six. I pledge to use as little toxic chemicals, pesticides, and other poisons as possible and to work for their reduction by others. Now I'm a little scared, Ashlyn. This is a very big movement right now. The eco-friendly movement. Yeah, but like the eco-friendly movement isn't doing it at the expense of human life. No, they're trying to, you know, prolong human life. Yes. And the earth. Seven. I promise to contribute to those less fortunate than myself to help them become self-sufficient or to help them become self-sufficient and enjoy the benefits of a decent life, including clean air and water, adequate food and health care, housing, education, and individual rights. Which actually seems very not, different not from, from Christian. Anyway. Mm. Eight, I reject the use of force, in particular military force, and back United Nations arbitration of international disputes. 
Wait, wait, wait. He's he's also kind of pro world government. Anyway, Gross. Uh, nine. I support the total elimination of all nuclear, chemical, and biological weapons of mass destruction. Okay. Like, fair. I'm, I'm down for that. Honestly. I don't think anybody should have that. And ten. I support the United Nations and its efforts to collectively improve the conditions of the planet. Nah. Gross. I'm sorry. The I'm really reason- against nuclear weapons. Like, Oh, no, absolutely. I really don't understand why the United States gets so mad. I mean... Not so. I understand why we're upset that other people have them, but I hate the fact that we're like, no, no, no. We're the only ones who are allowed to have them. How dare you? It's 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 very like a uh, contradictory. Have, have you seen that uh, gif of uh, the office? Well, there's many where gifs where just from the office. it's Michael Dwight and like one other dude. I've never seen the office. I mean, I've seen uh-huh, that episode. yes, and they're holding they're like, holding the little gun. Yes, finger all, guns up to each yes, other. Yes, I've seen that episode. And then they kind of drop it. And, uh, that's yes. that's the United States in the Cold War. Yes. Okay, that's the United States in the Cold War, and that's United States as far as nuclear weapons goes. Yes. So that that there's your answer. That's why we're like that. Um, it's not great at all. And, uh, I mean, there's several reasons why people were like, uh, we shouldn't have created the bomb in the first place, but we're kind of past that point now, unfortunately. But the thing is, is I don't necessarily trust United Nations to best look out for people because like I said, and it's kind of goes against everything that the United States government is supposed to be set up as, whereas all of the power is supposed to be derived from local governments mm-hmm. and the then people. work its way up. Lately, it has not been working that way. No, and it's and scary. Yes, no, it's terrifying. Because I don't think the president's ever read the Constitution. I don't think he knows anything about how this country was created or why we I set also, up our government this way. I don't know, but I don't know why his cabinet and his people aren't you know, telling him he can't do these things because they're corrupt as heck. I know, but I'm like, y'all, that's unconstitutional. And everybody's going, y'all, that's unconstitutional. And somehow it's still happening. And then there's Betsy DeVoe. Anyway. Uh, Too political. (sighs) I hated her since the moment she. Yes, we hate her. This is not a political Um, podcast, but we have strong (laughs) opinions. Can we actually say that this isn't a political podcast, Miranda? Have you seen the things I've covered? I said, but we have strong opinions. <laughs> Honestly, uh, we've delved into politics quite a few times. And it's Oops. not going to stop anytime soon. Because I'm just saying we're not a political podcast. We just have opinions. The right opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, and honestly, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I liked my little jingle I made up. Yes, I know. This is so, not opinion. getting back to Ted Turner. He's also loaded, which would explain how, you know, he got the funding. For I wish the, I was loaded, but okay. Uh, it would explain, you know, how he got the funding for uh, mm-hmm. like the Guidestones. And also, like I said, the only physical description of R.C. Martin is that he had a shock of white hair, which is something he would have had in common with Turner. I really want to Google what a shot of shock. I mean, that's what I mean, a shock of white hair. It's it's kind of like the idea that if you get really shocked, no, your hair I know, will turn white, it's just that kind of thing. It's um, just like Wyatt Martin, however, claimed that Ted Turner was not R.C. Christian. I'm not sure if I believe him on that though. I'm I'm kidding mostly because, uh, 
because Turner didn't doesn't seem to be as pro eugenics as Christian was, but yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, when I looked up um, what a shock of white hair meaning is, it's more like uh, poli polio poliosis. That okay, which is kind of like a patch of white hair. Just like a patch of white hair. Neat. Yeah, interesting. Which which would be a pretty defining feature, kind of like the skunk uh-huh. stripe that people talk about people having yes. sometimes. So like it's it's one of those just No, yeah. That's kind Except of what I was imagining, but I thought his I, whole head was No, like, no, usually the whole head is white. I don't know. A lot of the t- uh, in this case, okay. it's implied that the entire hair was white. Like I said, Steve Martin style. So this is kind of where I leave this. I was very upset by a lot of it. <laughs> My final thoughts. Uh, first, I thought that this was kind of a cool thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, modern societies Rosetta Stone is mm-hmm. what I thought. Mm-hmm. And I didn't quite agree with the guidelines, but I thought the project itself was pretty extraordinary. And if you saw my Animal Crossing Island, you'd understand. Well, uh, I, uh, <laughs> have you have s- your cold area? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus. With, with the little uh, tablet things standing up and everything with the stones. Ashlyn. Mm. I know. It's all fun and games until uh, till cults get involved, till Satanism and and things like that get involved, like and eugenics. Jesus, I hate eugenics uh, because eugenics. Any way you spin it, you almost get uh, every kind of ism there is, such as racism and. Uh, ableism and sexism and this that and the other thing because once you start trying to control the population in that way and you start trying to custom make babies it gets really really messy watch Gattaca it's very disturbing okay I've seen Gattaca I'm not talking about you I'm talking about talking to the Talking to the listener. Yeah. Go watch Gattaca or, Honestly, or The Giver a, or something. It's a pretty good movie. Uh, but yes, it's, it's creepy and up. disturbing, though. It, it shows you the dangers of mm-hmm. thinking like this. And I mean, that's why no, they exactly. make movies like this. Because a lot of people have this idea that as much reason. As, yeah. Uh, like as, as much as I don't like the book The Giver, it's it's yeah. a warning the against is, acting like that. Society cannot survive without emotions. It mm-hmm. can't. And anyone who thinks that we're better off in emotions is, or without emotions is uh, wrong. Love. Because love the thing is, no, the thing is, know, a lot of people who uh, who go into sciences, even they're passionate about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. The, it actually have some emotions, passion. Yeah, emotions actually help us to be more creative in our thinking, which helps us solve problems in mm-hmm. more interesting ways. You know, it's not always, you know, straight line. Like, if you're one of those people who thinks going through life and having emotions makes you weak, you're the weak one. Mm-hmm. Because you're so unstable in your emotions and how you feel that if you showed your emotions, you're afraid people would think you were weak. And that makes you weak. Yep. I'm sorry. A strong person can show their emotions without losing all authority and losing losing all respect there is a reason we are uh wired to have emotions okay like that's some of us are more emotional than others (laughs) guilty i'm just (laughs) so i liked the idea of this at first and then the world government eugenics and restriction of human rights happened you know there's a lot of 
real estate out here in KC or Missouri in general? Do you want to build a weird thing in the middle Ooh, of the field? Let's do it. Want to build a weird thing and stone tablet thing in the middle? Of <laughs> yes. But put, but put like different commandments on. I don't. I don't necessarily want to do the commandments thing. So hang on. I'm actually getting to that. So I got upset with the whole world government thing. And it's still like the Rosetta Stone, but like the Rosetta Stone from hell. Mm-hmm. And so Ooh. I wrote here, tear down the guidelines and put up something better, like leaning into the astronomy bit uh, or something. Because No, yeah. Well, no. Uh, if you, if you want to make something like that, make it so it's like preserving knowledge that we already have. Well, that's what I was thinking. I literally was thinking like if, uh, you know, jokingly that if we made our own, don't even, you don't even have to put words on it. Just put mm-hmm. images depicting the best things in life you know like like diversity and love and and, and maybe kindness and maybe you know put some uh language textbooks in there you know learn a language and everything <laughs> so i you mean can i don't mind the language survivors. and stuff well, i don't mind like the yeah. languages and stuff but oh I yeah no that, i like, loved that part but but put depictions of the best things in life and the good things from the world and not mm-hmm. not bad things well you know? There, there is a danger to that, and it's the danger that if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Oh, yeah, I'm not like, saying. You're supposed to learn from past mistakes, really. Yeah. Uh, I'm, and honestly, so I'm getting a little personal here, but I think that's kind of why our family works so well. is because our parents never treated us like we, uh, like they were perfect, you know? <laughs> they, our parents have always been very open and honest with us about things in their past that they're not proud of. Especially our mother. I love her. I'm just kidding. And there's a reason <laughs> for it. It's because they want us to learn from that so we don't have to go through the same hardships. My, our mother, honestly, when I was a teenager, was like, God, I thought you were going to be like, I don't know, more like a normal <laughs> teenager. And I was she, like, what? And she goes, yeah, I was totally prepared because, I mean, you even I snuck one. out. She's like, but you won't even sneak out. Yeah, like we didn't. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> She's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, um, it's dark outside. I don't like the dark. Also, we live near the woods. We live like, near the woods. There's no street <laughs> lights. What's wrong with you? She's like, I don't I know. I get that. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah, our, our mom never gave us a reason to have to like sneak out or anything. And beyond that, uh, we just, again, our parents don't want us to experience those bad enough. things. And also Miranda was the closest of us to ever turn out normal. And, uh. And She's I know still a like weirdo. people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the real world is scary and I don't like it. Like our parents, our parents knew I was going to be a weirdo. Uh, but Ashlyn, like, I feel like you're more normal, oddly enough, than I am. You make friends not a really, lot no. easier, I'm definitely though. not more normal than you are. But you have more friends than me. That There's a huge difference between that. Have you seen most of society today? No one knows how to connect with other people. I know, but like, I'm very upset about it. Miranda, the reason I know uh, vaguely... I don't trust anyone, therefore I have no friends. <laughs> the reason, the only reason I'm able to is because I grew up with the massive social anxiety. So in second grade, they had to work with me with the social anxiety aspect. Oh, meaning, I see. Because people mistakenly thought I was... Yes. Literally my entire life. Because, because you were able to function. Because I was Miranda, able to function to and act. I'm loud. Yes. Because I'm a loud individual and I'm able to function even though you... The reason yes. I'm talking so much is because I'm anxious. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm so loud is because I'm anxious. But because everybody's idea of an anxious child is the quiet one well, and who the can't is, talk. They they mislabeled me as a 
extrovert. Oh my gosh, I know. And so nobody taught me how to actually socialize with other people well, or how to okay, make okay. real friends. Hang on, before before you get too far on that, the thing is, with me, it was I definitely would not have been able to function if I had uh, continued on that path. I know. And it was a couple of teachers noticing that I was detrimentally quiet and my mom also being concerned because someone had told or a psychologist had told her that she was my only safe place which she was uh, and I, I had panic attacks regularly as a kid they're not fun um <laughs> no I know yeah I know you what's know what's funny though is I don't but that's why is, they worked with me I know uh and the thing is it takes really intuitive uh not only parents but teachers as well uh adult figures outside of your family in order to actually better help someone i know and but i and what i was saying though is on the same side like on the same spectrum of that is it took really intuitive people to see the quiet kid being socially mm-hmm. anxious therefore seeing a kid who's not necessarily quiet who, who isn't quiet but is socially anxious they didn't perceive it as socially anxious they just said ah she's just chatty she's totally an extrovert but i was actually not my entire life i was told i was an extrovert when i'm like in my heart of hearts that didn't sound right yeah you know like- and, and and so nobody nobody noticed that mom was mom and you were pretty much my only safe spaces to eat too mm-hmm. but nobody noticed that for me yeah and i get that <laughs> and so now i'm like hey mom when i was in college oh my god every single second i had free i was like hey mom what's up oh no we know we're aware <laughs> what's up we still I just talk got about an iced it. coffee again <laughs> <laughs> i know i called you before i got the not iced coffee yeah. <laughs> ice chai i know i just <laughs> like i called you before i got the ice chai but like see and i now thought I'm i was bad it. my freshman year of college because <laughs> oh, no. I, I kept calling her at like three in the morning oh no and and see that's the thing about our mom is like yeah she, she was the kind of mom that you felt okay calling her at three in the morning when you really was she mad. still is i know i go up there in the middle of the night we chat sometimes mainly because i'm asking for like ibuprofen or something because <laughs> i'm a grown woman who has to ask for <laughs> where the ibuprofen is oh my gosh but you know no, and, and she was a good yeah. mom. Well, and it's actually because of that kind of relationship that we have with our parents that I felt comfortable, you know, buying a house with them. Isn't it so weird that sometimes like I didn't true. I truly didn't think until honestly, I don't even really think I've ever truly grasped mm-hmm. how strange our family is with our relationship with I our know. parents. I sometimes worry we come across as culty, but the thing is <laughs> we don't because none of us think the same way as another one. Oh, absolutely not. We all we have, have lively very debates in this house and they normally just end with us going, oh, my God, and walking away. Yeah, <laughs> because all of us are also so stubborn that we're not going to change our mind. Yeah. <laughs> we no, all have vast me and you's beliefs, honestly, line up more than I'm pretty sure everybody else's views in this house. Yeah. Well, but yeah. Yeah, but like. We all have very. But we also we also have opinions. different opinions on even even the stuff that we research here. Oh yeah. Um, Colty. So yes, uh, Colty. Tablets. Now that now that we've <laughs> gone way across from that and then circled back to cults, um, yeah, tear down the Georgia guidelines and just or just you know, change what's on it. 
I don't know, chisel it out or something. Yeah, because the thing is, uh, if if they are supposed to be uh, like guidelines for a post-apocalyptic society, it's not great. No, it's not really good. That would actually be a really bad society. And uh, I think that that actually warrants uh, tearing something down. I'm... Uh-huh. If it if it actually makes something worse, absolutely, yeah, tear it down. If it mm. makes people feel unsafe, take too. that take that um, under your no, Anyway, sorry, <laughs> uh, we're, we're moving right away from there. Um, so, <laughs> oops. Like I said, there's more to dive into here as far as the guiding principles surrounding the Georgia guidelines, uh, or guidestones. I keep calling them guidelines because I think it corrected. It probably like did. It auto-corrected probably all like of my guide guidestones to guidelines. That's a guidestone. Uh, you Google mean guidelines. So uh, I didn't go as far into the uh, principles of occults and of the occult and Satanism and how they affected the Georgia guidelines, but I'll probably oh, get in. Darn or guidestones. Ash. Guidestones. Uh, but I will save those for another day when I tackle the New Age movement. Oh, you're going to tackle it all yourself? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to wow. like body slam it. And then cry afterwards. Wow. Kind of like how I felt about this topic. Uh, when researching, it became too much of a tangent and needs to be put in its own section. But, so, do you think that the tablets could actually fulfill their, uh, fulfill their... What did we just talk about, Ashlyn? Ideas of bringing in an age of reason. No. Someone's going to look at that and go... What the what the heck is it? <laughs> no, well, and, and more than that, uh, I don't think that it would bring in an age of reason because by removing, or at least in conjunction with R.C. Christian's uh, writings and everything, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't think that that would actually bring in an age of reason. I think it would bring in an age of uh, government control and... Uh, Gross. People of resistance. It, oh, it would only be a world... <laughs> uh, Ruled by the power-hungry manipulators of the world. And had a few managers that. like that. You know, there's ways to be a boss, you know, and be <laughs> efficient and, and still be a boss, but be nice about it and still give orders nicely or in a respectful manner. And there's ways to be degrading yes, and downputting. Absolutely. Like, and, well, and, and, and I'm not going to work well for you. And so trying to survive in a society where everyone's kind of forced into this. Oh, uh, that would bring about, I mean, you talk about social revolution that's happening right now. Right. Can you only imagine well, the uprising? It'd be like Divergent. <laughs> okay. It'd be like one of those YA novels. Yeah. It, uh, it can only stifle the creativity and free thinking that allows our Hunger society games. to progress as well. <laughs> But yes, you're right. It probably would wa- end up like a Hunger Games, Divergent, any number. I mean, of the people aren't wrong when they write stuff like that. Young I mean, adult I, fiction. honestly, I mean, the most believable things about those those YA novels, the post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. thing, is the fact that the people, the young people, especially, revolt. People mm-hmm. are going to revolt because that's not the human condition. Is not yeah. actually mindless zombies and the thing it's is, not we're it not made to do that yeah, and the thing is it might have taken us a few hundred years at least in the european uh, sphere to actually start revolting like that the thing is people but I, people it, suddenly it happened. people were it was i'm because pretty society sure was progressing that's and the thing we were getting smarter and everything that and realizing oh we realize, can make a change oh i can this, do something different and this is unjust it's supposed to be by the people and for the people, not mm-hmm. by you and for you, for your own ego. 
Like whenever I've been a leader, that just meant more work for me. I mean, one of my favorite things on on the planet is is the government should be scared of its people. It's one of my favorite things ever mm-hmm. because it's true. A government should be scared of its people because you're working for them. So you know what? I think we should watch Bugs Life. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. You want to talk about like social revolution. Bugs life was my jam. All right. So we should probably uh, head this one off. Okay. It says, uh, oh, Thomas Jefferson said it. Uh, Thomas Jefferson quoted uh, saying, mm-hmm. when governments fear the people, there is liberty. When the people fear the government, there is tyranny. The strongest reason for the people to retain the right to keep and bear arms is as a last resort to protect mm-hmm. themselves against tyranny in government. And that was actually the whole motivation behind the Second Amendment. All right. So I think it's that concludes though. our talk over the Georgia Guidestones. Did you learn anything? Yeah, I'm scared. I know. I. <laughs> uh, the thing is, yes, I thought this was going to be a fun, easy one. And then so everything about R.C. Christian have came you, up. Have like, you ever been to see the Georgia Guidestones? No, I um, have no, not. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking to the audience, oh. woman. Have you ever been to see the Georgia Guidestones? Do you have your own opinions on that? Because if you do, you could email us them at matter than a caterpillar at matter than a caterpillar gmail.com or DM us at Instagram or message or something like that um, at matter than a caterpillar. Or DM us or tweet at us on Twitter at matter than a cat. And uh, or you could also follow us on TikTok. That's a thing still, I think. I know. At least it was when we recorded this. <laughs> JK. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, TikTok's not going anywhere. Sorry. Rate and review on your favorite podcasting app. Oh, absolutely. Follow us, please. Once again, you can go on Podchaser. Not a spawn. Could be a spawn. And you can follow us there. You can create your own page. You can post whatever your favorite podcasts are and what you're listening to you could go to your favorite podcasters mm-hmm. pages and see what they're listening to in their top 10 yeah. uh on podchaser you can rate and review individual episodes as well as entire podcast series so i really suggest going there because it's it's a new platform and it but it's really cool it's kind of i won't say it's like facebook for podcasts but it's it's it's, it's a, a social it's media a social media website for app. yeah also, yeah, if you think we should tear down the Georgia Guidestones, let us um, know. Let us know. Or if you start think a petition, send it to us. If you think we shouldn't, uh, let me know why. Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, give me a reason. Mm. Um, <laughs> once again, tell everyone we want to grow our community as best as possible. Or if you have any suggestions on how we could do better guide- or growing our community, if you have any suggestions, oh, anything that's worked for you or anything you think we should I try. I think they're going to tell us to actually uh, collaborate with people. Put effort into things. No, I'm just kidding. Oof. I'm just kidding. I put so much effort into And this. with that the note. Disrespect. <laughs> and with that note, tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your friends. Tell the FBI agent listening through your phone. And etch it onto the Georgia Guidestones in the middle of a plane somewhere in Georgia. And good night. <laughs> and Go to face there. the Georgia Guidestones with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oof. oof. No, but yeah, that that was. And I oof. Uh, yeah, I'm so 
upset that I have to deal with this. <laughs> no, it, it was exhausting. It was an exhausting thing to research and find out about. Oh, 